Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where, where you inspire you to live your dreams, and encourage you to take massive action, and be your authentic and genuine self. We, we focus on three pillars. That's empowering youth, equipping leaders, and enriching marriages so that you can go out and dominate your space. If you're ready to dominate, you're listening to the right show. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio. We talk in marriage tonight, y'all. <laughs> All right. How's everybody doing today? Checking in with y'all. Tonight is going to be an interactive session. So we want to know, do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? All right. Pretty interesting topic. One that we enjoy talking about. And uh, we just kind of wanted to come on and ask you that question. Do you see what I see? Mm. The importance of your relationship. The importance of um, your growth, your unity, um, mm. your well-being. Do you see what I see? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jessica. Hey sis. You remember that song when we was kids? Hey Jessica. Oh, she got a song named after her? That's what I thought. I thought they made a song for her. They did. <laughs> hey guys, make sure you drop your favorite emoji in and let us know where you're checking in from. Jessica, Christian's sister, is in the Virgin Islands. I see Eric up here. He's checking in from Florida. Mom is in Philadelphia. Thank yeah. you, Jessica. <laughs> I, I need that continued encouragement. Sometimes <laughs> it's, a, it's a struggle. <laughs> yep, yep. So do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Sometimes I don't see what you see. Why is that? Because of maybe my past experiences, because of where I grew up. Because of how I was raised, personality, my person, just my personality, <laughs> different things like that. I think you got a pretty cool example about this yeah. whole. Do you see what I see? You want to share absolutely, that one? Or? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I think about some of the things that you know. Um, I think society has has really um, done us a disservice. Hey, Glass. Uh, I think society has really done us a disservice, and you know, one of the things that I realize is that. You know, we, we paint these pictures of things that we we think is, is success or happiness. And, you know, to, to truly be happy um, and to, to truly be a success in the relationship, you have to create it. You have to make what you want. You can't, it can't be a figment of your imagination. It can't be something that you're going towards. It has to be something that you build, mm -hmm. something that you design. Hey, Vaughn. It's definitely important that you do have a vision for your relationship. Absolutely. And I feel like that's why people struggle because yep. the because of the lack of, you know, vision sometimes, you know, just like in life, like if you don't have a vision or direction, like yes. where are you going? Yep. You know what I mean? So it's, it's super important to have, you know, a vision yep, for your relationship, for your relationship, but not, but, not to try to be another relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, oftentimes, you know, if you have a vision, you know where you want to go. Mm -hmm. 
but if you're trying to model something else, right? So you can model success because success leaves clues. However, if you try to, you know, do what another couple is doing, you will run into issues because what works for them may not work for you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to learn what works for you. And so, you know, uh, if I was to show you this right here, what color do you see? This is interactive tonight. What color do you see right here? I see red. That looks red to me. I see orange. That is red. And I see orange. So what color do you guys see out there? Hmm, that's interesting. How do we see? Waiting for the comments. We just need one. <laughs> what color do you see? And it's okay if you're colorblind. This exercise still works. Okay, oh, Jessica, oh, we got one. Jessica sees So orange. she's on my team. Okay, okay, let's see. What about this next color? So team orange or team red? All right. Yeah, who else sees red with me? <laughs> All right. So what if I showed you this color? That looks green to me. So that looks purple to me. That looks purple. Yes. You said green, I said purple. What color do you guys see? See a lot of oranges. See a lot of oranges, orange on your team. <laughs> All right, what about this green? So green or purple, what did you see? What did you see? Jessica sees green. So oh, oh, so you're switching sides now. Okay, I see, I see. So why is it that at first I saw orange and you saw red mm -hmm. and then you saw green and I saw purple. Mm -hmm. So wait a minute, hold up. All these people on Sharita's team, wait a minute. I'm gonna start unfriending y'all, hold on. Stand by. <laughs> unfriend y'all real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I know, he got on the glasses, but he took the lenses off for some reason. Like, All right, so, so, so why would we see different differences? Just like we said earlier, you know, different perspectives different vantage points you know if we were to take right now and tell you that we wanted to have this amazing um <laughs> illustration for you guys, illustration yeah. for you but i could not find my beach ball so if we were to hold a beach ball in front of you and you were on this side of the room christian is on this side of the room i'm on this side of the room what would happen if you're directly in front of it, what would you see when it comes to a beach ball? And then typically, while you guys, you know, put it in the comments. I'm going to see. So if we were to hold a beach ball in front of you, we would all really see different colors. You're standing in front of the orange. I'm standing in front of the red. You're standing in front of the green. Christian is standing in front of the purple. You know, so we will all see different colors of this beach ball. And we have to be mindful of that in every aspect of life, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, let me see if I can indulge you guys real quick. So here is what we're talking about. So you have a beach ball and Sharita's standing right in front of the yellow. I'm standing right in front of the red, which is on the opposite side. Jessica is standing on the blue. Yvonne is standing in front of the green. And mom is standing in front of the orange. 
So what tends to happen is our perspective gets shifted. If I'm standing directly in front of it, all I see is what's in front of me. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, if I don't take time to step back mm -hmm. and look at you and say, show me how you see that. Explain to me why you see that. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you see that. Help me get there. Mm -hmm. You will only be, not only will you only be in your own way, but you will also get distracted because what will tend to happen is you will see only what you want to see because that's what's directly in front of you. So it's important that in your relationship, as you go through this, this growth cycle, that you understand that personalities are important. We all have individual personalities. We do. And sometimes like even with ha just having different perspectives as someone asks you that question. So can you show me, can you help me understand and show me how you see green, show me how you see purple. Sometimes that person has to step over to that person's side of the room. Sometimes mm -hmm. that person has to stand in that person's shoes in order to understand why they see that color, Absolutely. why they see that way. And it's so, it's so critical for us to take that time and do that because most often times, if someone sees a different color than us, yeah. we get offended. We think, so, okay, well, you just <laughs> don't want to agree with what I agree with. You're, you know, you're just, you're just trying to give me a hard time and you just don't want to believe what I believe. <laughs> and then in turn, we feel like we're on different sides because somebody doesn't see yeah. the same color we see. Somebody doesn't have the same perspective that we have. And that is okay it's okay for somebody to have a different perspective it's okay and for christian and i both to be in a, a a happy successful relationship and not have the same perspective about everything sometimes we want to push people away and we want to get offended when we're not seeing the same color absolutely and one of the things that you brought up that's super important is as you sit here and you think about okay one of the things that, that tends to happen in relationships is if I see something or if I want you to see something, instead of pausing and trying to understand what you see, mm -hmm. or maybe having you see how I see it, we get so defensive and like, oh, you just want to start an argument. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, you just want to have it your way. You're not, you're not understanding my point of view. Yeah, you don't care. Yeah. I thought you was trying to make this work. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we get very quick to put blame and versus just taking a time out, stepping back and saying, can you help me see that? You know, I, I'm a little off. Listen, when you put a 10 on everyone's head, especially your spouse, mm -hmm. and you take the time to say, help me see what you see, they in turn, it's almost like, have you ever been somewhere and you said, I need your advice. What does that person do? They perk up. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. they need my advice. Yeah. Can you help me with this? And they'll come over and they will willingly help you. Mm -hmm. That's what you do when you say, can you help me see what you see? Mm -hmm. It's no longer threatening. It's no longer, you know, negative. It's no longer like, you know, attacking them and saying, you don't want to see what I see. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you understand that in the relationship, 
personalities are okay. Changing your point of view is okay. You have to value each other's opinion. You have to understand that as you grow, as you develop, you're going to see things from different perspectives. And it's important that if, if you stand for it, that you help that y- your spouse see why it's important to you without attacking them, but helping them see your perspective by saying, you know, hey, have you have you thought about looking at it from this angle? Have you seen this, this, you know, thing? And we do that all the time. Like, you know, that's not what I meant. And, you know, um, it, it happens all the time. We'll be talking about something and, you know, maybe um, she is so excited about sharing something that she will share, like maybe the middle of what she wanted to start with. And I'll go, huh? That doesn't make sense to me. And then she'll see my look on my face and she'll go, what? And I'm like, um, I don't understand what you're trying to say. So you started with this and then she'll like, oh, OK, OK, OK. I'm so excited. And she'll go back to, to all the pertaining data. And then it's like, oh, you should have led with that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's all about perspective. And this is so important because when you ask that question and you try to get that clarity, that person feels like you're trying to understand them. Everybody yes. wants to feel understood because everybody wants to be heard. You know, that's oftentimes why people yell and get louder. They don't feel like they're being heard. So if you sit and you tell that person, you know, hey, I want to understand where you're coming from. Help me understand where you're coming from. They feel like, hey, I'm I'm being understood. Or you're trying Absolutely. to understand where I'm coming from. And that's super important in any kind of relationship. Like Christian said, you can really um, appease someone, you know, so to speak, when you when you take the time to, to ask them to ask them for the help, ask them to help clarify something. So Yeah. And it's important that you do this because as you as you again, we're talking about growth and growing together in a relationship, there's gonna be certain things that happen. Once you understand somebody's personality and how they kind of respond, mm-hmm. you'll be more willing and more able to identify a few things. You'll be willing and and and, and able to identify strengths. Mm-hmm weaknesses what motivates them what you know you know makes them sad or like a blind spot something that that's a trigger mm-hmm. you understand where they do their, their best and you can help them you know what we're supposed to what we're supposed to do and what we're called to do is make each other better and the way that you do that is you complement each other's weaknesses you know my job is to you know if me and Sharita was to turn our backs to each other I am supposed to protect her six where she can't see. And then we can both look right here. We can both look to the side and she can protect my back. I can cover her back. And that's what we do. We make each other better. So what we want you guys to realize is that every relationship is, is going to involve a few things. And Sharita, you know, hit them when she put the, the, the post earlier today. Yeah. So the three things that I had talked about in the post was number one, um, being intentional about mm-hmm. your relationship. Number two, valuing it. And number three was getting knowledge and actually applying that knowledge. So being intentional about your relationship, like if you want to have a successful relationship, you have to be intentional mm-hmm. about uh, having a successful Spot relationship. Mm-hmm. You are not, it's not just going to happen. It's not going to fall from the sky <laughs> and it's not going to ring your doorbell and pop up one day. You have to be intentional about it. So if you want to have a successful relationship, uh, 
a good business, if you want to be healthy, if you want to, you know, grow in some area of your life, you have to be intentional about it. It's not just going to happen. It's not something that just happens to some people and other people happen to miss out on it. Those people that you see with a successful relationship, with a successful marriage, they were intentional about it. Those people with a successful relationship, a successful marriage, they value their marriage. So when you value something, that's the the amount of, of money you place on that. Mm-hmm. That's the value you place on it. So if you go to a car dealership and you pay $50,000 for a car, you feel like that car is worth $50,000. So that's what you pay for it. You're not going to pay $50,000 for a car that you feel like is not worth $50,000. And then when you bring that car home, you're going to make sure that you take care of that car because of the value that you put on that car. So if you value your relationship like that, you're going to make sure that you take care of your relationship and do these things that you need to do in order to keep it up. You pay $50,000 for this thing, you're going to make sure that you take care of it. Everybody's not going to be able to to eat in it. Everybody's not going to be able to just get in a car and, you know, do any old thing. So that's the same thing with your relationship. What kind of value do you put on your relationship? Because when you value it, other people are going to value it. But if you don't value your relationship, other people aren't going to value it either. They're going to treat your spouse any kind of way because of how they see you treating your spouse. If people see you always, you know, taking care of your spouse, if you always respecting your spouse, honoring your spouse, loving your spouse, lifting them up, then other people are going to do the same thing. Oh, 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 you know, your wife is here. Oh, oh, your husband is here. You know, because of how you treat them, because of how you honor them and you respect them and you love them. That's so important. And the last part, unless you have something yeah, to add to that. I was going to say, and, and I'll share, I'll share a, a key insight with you. Um, when you value your relationship and your spouse and your words proceed to follow it with action, which is what Sharita is leading into right now, what tends to happen is, I, I was told this once because I'm loud, right? People, if people hear you before they see you, they may not want to see you to hear you, right? And it's important because what I try to do is anytime, you know, we're in, in a gathering and, and if it's if it's like work or whatever, um, anytime my wife shows up, the first thing people say is like, I've heard so many great things about you. You're so amazing. I'm so excited to meet you. And what that does, it, it shows my wife what I value. It shows her how she shows up, right? You know, people know her before she even gets in the room. And that's what you want to do. You want to put value in your relationship so that it can it can come before them. It's almost like, you know, Sharita is here. You're welcome. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like in, in coming to America, right? You know, they announced when he was coming in. They announced when he was coming in. Like, I don't even remember his name. But everybody knew when he was coming. They threw Eddie flowers. Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, they threw flowers. And he was like, listen, I don't want people to know that I'm coming. <laughs> I don't want them to know that I'm coming. And then, which leads to... And the last one was leading to, or was talking about getting knowledge and not just getting that knowledge, but applying it. So when it comes to knowledge, it's important. Like when people get married, 
I wish we would have done this, you know, mm -hmm. so we're trying to save you some time and <laughs> some, some energy. And it, so it's super important that you get knowledge. So marriage counseling is something that before you get married, you and that person need to get marriage counseling together. That's getting that knowledge about marriage, getting the truths about marriage, because guess what? A lot of us go into marriage and into a relationship with either a false kind of perception of what marriage and a relationship is supposed to look like, or we don't, you know, we have a, a negative, you know, kind of connotation about a, uh, what a relationship is supposed to look like. So in turn, you know what I mean? Like we're just like, oh, okay, well he or she's going to be a good for nothing. Or we have this, you know, expectation that they're supposed to do all of these great things and it's supposed to just wake up and, you know, she's supposed to wake up and look gorgeous and make me feel all, you know, warm and, and fuzzy inside. And, and that's not the reality. So it's almost like a letdown if you don't have that knowledge. And when you get that knowledge, it's a difference between getting it and actually applying it to your life. So in applying it to your relationship, so many things like it's so easy to, you know, to read books and audios and all of that stuff. And it's important to do those things. But once you get that knowledge, you know what I mean? You get all the knowledge from all these different sources. You take that knowledge and you, you know, write down those important points, write down what, you know, what sticks out to you, okay. write down, yeah. you know, what's good. And man, that was a good quote or that's this, but you also figure out what what's going to work for you and what's not going to work for you. Because if you're getting sources, getting information from so many different sources, you're going to get all these different people's opinions and you take what you need. You take what's important to you. And if you have some kind of morals or values or, or, or some kind of standard that you go by, you line it up with that. Mine's is the word of God. So if I'm listening to all this important stuff, all this good information, this, this marriage guru, you know, this person is a so-called expert. I'm listening to that person. I'm listening to these people that have been married for, you know, 50 plus years. And I'm getting all of this, this knowledge from them. We're getting, you know, marriage counseling from them. But you take that information and you apply it once you gather what you need. If it lines up with what's going to work for you guys, what's going to what lines up with your values and your morals, right? Absolutely. And so I have a, a perfect illustration for you guys. So um, so everybody's bought a car here. And most people will go out and do research. So maybe, maybe, maybe let's not say it's a car. Maybe it's a computer. Maybe it's a, a laptop. Maybe it's... You fill in the blank. You go out and you do your research. You learn about it. You try to understand it. You try to get as much information as possible. Because your time, your money is valuable. Mm -hmm. However, the most valuable investment that you will make is your relationship. Mm -hmm. So why don't you put in the research into your relationship? Mm -hmm. Why don't you put in the research to understanding yourself and your spouse? Yeah, I said it. Mm. Invest in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Invest in your spouse. You know, get to know them. You know, get to know yourself. Learn what, 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 what triggers, you know, your responses. Learn what triggers their responses mm -hmm. so that you're able to better respond and not react to certain situations. 
you know, because we often get so tied up in, in all of these materialistic things. But the most, the second most important relationship you will have is the one with your spouse, with the first being with your creator. And I, I would even take that back one notch mm-hmm. and say with yourself, you know what I mean? Because it's important yeah. for you to love, Absolutely. love yourself Excellent. and to work on yourself because that's... I disagree. No, know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because <laughs> that's, you know, it's important that... You know, you as an individual and your spouse as an individual work on yourselves yeah. first so that when you come together, you will make a ready. good team. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll be ready. You know, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe used an example of an omelet. He uses an example of an omelet. You know what I mean? Like if we're both eggs, we come together, we can make an amazing omelet. Mm. But if he's a good egg and I'm a bad egg, when we make that omelet, it's still going to be a bad egg. Like, and he actually went to the extent of saying he experimented this. He took and he made, he made an omelet with a good egg and a bad egg. Because there was one bad egg, that omelet was still bad. So mm-hmm. this is so important. It's not, you know, the end of the world if you, you know, marry a bad egg or get in a relationship with a bad egg. You know what I mean? You can put a tin on them and, you know, help them to grow and, and get better because that's what you do. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like Christian and I have, you know, definitely helped each other to grow and get better and we're both better than how we found each other, Absolutely. for sure. But it's, it's so important that you work on yourself first. And you, like Christian said, you look for that individual, look for those qualities in that ind- individual that you want to, th- that you want to have, you want to be with. You got to do your research. Don't, it's no rush. I tell my sons all the time, mm-hmm. like, don't just look at looks because guess what? When she wake up in the morning after y'all get married, you know, of course, like she, she's not going to look like that. You know, she, after she have a few babies, you know, she's not going to look like that. You know, it's, well, he's not going to look like that. You know, he might have a six pack when you get married, but his belly might be in his stomach, you know, or in his lap once y'all been married for 30 years, just different things, you know, like that. It's just so important because when we look at the wrong things, when we look at, you know, just, just, just physical appearance, that's going to change. You know, beauty is fleeting. And, and that's what we talked about the other day. That's why I kind of like looked up and said, well, you know, we talked about that. Like you have to love for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. If, if you're tied to an image, when that image is gone, the love is gone. Mm-hmm. If you're tied to a status, when that status is gone, your love is gone. So don't don't get wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we've been talking about this. And one of the things that we wanted to share with you guys, and, and I'm going to read this to you guys because I don't want you to... To, to miss any of the context, right? You know, we often want to change people before we decide to do what's right, all right? So let me read this to you. When I was a young man, I wanted to change the world. I found it was difficult to change the world, so I tried to change my nation. When I found I couldn't change the nation and I began to focus on my town, I couldn't change my town, and as I was older, I then decided to try to change my family. Now. As I'm in my middle age, I realize that the only thing that I can change is myself. And I suddenly realize that if long ago I had changed myself, I would have made an impact on my family. Mm-hmm. My family and I could have made an impact on this town. Mm-hmm. Their impact could have changed the nation and I could indeed have changed the world. Absolutely. You have to start with yourself. You have to add value to yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to better yourself. Listen, if I become better, I come into the relationship better. 
if Sharita gets better, she shows up better. So I don't have to pray for Sharita to get better. I don't have to tell her to get better. She's going to instinctively, if I start getting better or if she starts getting better, if we see each other growing and getting better, it's motivation to get better. Mm-hmm. And I share, I share this all the time. You know what I mean? Christian being such a great example of that, of working on, you know, getting better himself. You know, once he went on this, okay, I'm not focusing on nobody else. I'm not focusing on changing the world. I'm not focusing on changing my family. I'm not focused on changing my wife or, you know, changing the people um, that I work with, my leadership or, you know, okay, I'm going to get better or things in my life are going to get better once, you know, we get a new administration, you know what I mean? Once, you know, this president moves or once (laughs) I get new leadership or once I get new, um, new children or new wife, you know what I mean? Like, those things, we can't wait for those things. If you want something to be better, you have to make that change within yourself right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have to set goals, look at what you want to do, and make those changes right away. Absolutely. When Christian made those, um, you know, when Christian began to make, um, you know, a decision to grow and develop himself personally, I share all the time. I was looking like, oh, what are you, what, what, what are you listening to? What are you reading? You know, when he would be playing, you know, just playing stuff out loud. And I'm like, oh, I like that. And I started listening to this person or he would be reading something. And, you know, I would just, you know, see a book and open it up. And, oh, man, I like that. And that lines up with, you know, what I'm reading in the word or, you know, or my values. And it just kind of elevated and took what I was already valuing and I found important to a whole nother a whole nother level. And I, um, I, I always, you know, give him credit and kudos for that because he, that's what, you know, a spouse does makes, makes you better. And so what we wanted to do now is just kind of like, you know, help you guys kind of understand some of the things that as a male, you know, I shouldn't do. And, you know, as a female, you shouldn't do. And then talk about the things that we should do just very quickly. Right. So as a male, you know, for me, it's important that I, I that I don't lie to Sharita. It's important that that I, as hard as it is, that I just be honest. And and this is from 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 a male's perspective. I have to be honest because women appreciate honesty. Women will forgive faster than men, right? Women women are 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 that type of graceful being, right? Another thing is never discount a, a female's opinion. So, you know, if Sharita says, I think we should do this and I just ignore it, you guess what? There's going to be some problems, right? Because you, you discounting somebody's opinion is very hurtful, especially to a woman. Mm-hmm. And some of the don'ts for women in a relationship towards their man is not to motivate them um, with insults. You know, sometimes, you know, women feel like, okay, if. I say that brother so-and-so or Mr. So-and-so or, you know, this person mm-hmm. is, you know, such a great guy or, you know, such a good, you know, whatever mm-hmm. position they're in and they're doing a good job at it. 
you turn you turn around and you look at your spouse and you know you're almost like comparing them to that person and in turn you're insulting them when you think you're trying to motivate them you know if you want to motivate your spouse to get up and go to church with you you think okay well pastor so-and-so is so great and you're giving more respect to the pastor than you do (laughs) to your spouse and that's not okay this is the first person that you are supposed to give you know, respect and, you know, to be honored to aside from, you know, God, but you, you make sure that you, you motivate your spouse by respecting them. You know, I cannot as a woman question his manhood, make him feel less than a man in any kind of way. It's important that, and especially in public, that I respect Christian, that I elevate Christian, that I, you know, honor Christian in every way I possibly can. And if I ever need to to build him up and adjust his crown, I do that at home, behind closed doors, not in public trying to correct him, not in public trying to make him look bad, but but in public giving other people respect. How is he going to feel if I do that? He's not going to feel respected. So that was a quick overview of a few things that you should not do. Um, Now, for dues, right? Men, if you're on this, watching the replay, watching live right now, hashtag write this down, right? Listen, you need to compliment your spouse and verbally tell her that you love her. Compliment and tell her that you love her. I love the way you look. I love your hair. I love the way you carry yourself. Like, you know, make sure that you let her know that you love her consistently, all right? You know, um... I, I always joke about taking frequent breaks. You know, at work, I always tease my team like, hey, you guys should take frequent breaks so that you're always energized to do the task. Compliment your wife frequently, all right? Frequently. Compliment her frequently. Additionally, um, women, they need intimacy. And it's not what I thought it was. Okay? Hear me clearly. Intimacy is not what happens in the bed. Intimacy is everything that leads up to it. The conversations you have, the listening that you do. The words you say. The words you say, mm-hmm. how you say them. Spending time together. If you work out together, all of these things add to intimacy. Just sitting there and not trying to solve a problem. Listening to listen, not listening to fix. Also, some of the do's for, I guess, women towards, <laughs> you know, their spouse is definitely encouragement and support. You know, oftentimes we hear, and you've probably seen this before, all of this stuff is probably just reminders, you know, mm-hmm. for you all. You know, we just want to remind you and, and encourage you um, every time we get up here. But, you know, you want to encourage and support mm-hmm. your spouse because oftentimes, when they're outside of the door at work or out in public, you know what I mean? It's hard. It's difficult. They're not being supported. They're not being encouraged. So when they come home, you don't want to be doing the same thing. You don't want to be, you know, beating them up with your words or, you know, bickering or nagging, being that nagging wife. You know, the Bible says that a nagging wife is like a dripping faucet you know what I mean like it's just it's it's annoying it's nagging and you don't you don't want to do that um it's also important that you know we continue to be chaseable 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like you want, yes. you know, your spouse to chase you. Yes. So I have to continue to be chaseable. And that's not always yeah, be real. Yeah. You know, not always yeah. easy because yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm around the house, I, I cook, I'm clean or I'm running this place or running that, you know, that place. So it's important for me to make sure that if I want Chris to chase me, if I want Chris to be attracted to me, that I remain chaseable. I can't look any kind of way and think that he's going to be attracted to me. You know what I mean? Just just that yeah. kind of thing. And that goes back to something that we've constantly and, and we always talk about what you did to get them will not keep them because you when you guys were dating they never saw you off you were always on point mm-hmm. i promise you you were mm-hmm. you didn't even pass gas around them mm-hmm. i mean you was you was like dot your eyes cross your t's mm-hmm. sprayed a little cologne i mean like you did everything right you tried to do everything you held the door you you know pick, pick up the bill you try to impress them you picked up the bill and you tried to <laughs> impress them. So what what do these things stem from? They stem from two things. So from a woman's perspective, what do those stem from? Love. You know, women need to feel love just like men need to feel respected. respected. And one thing that we really want to drive home with this is that it's not women want love and men want respect. Mm-hmm. It's a need. It's something that is vital to who they are, vital to who we are as women. Just like a car. A car doesn't want gas. A car needs gas in order to in order to function. You can't put orange juice in a gas tank and think that it's going to function. You have to use gasoline. So even if I don't, even if I don't like gas, I still have to go to the gas station and go fill up my car in order for it to work and get me to where I need to go. (laughs) So it's a need. I don't have to want it. I don't have to like it, but it's a need. And I have to make sure that I supply that need if I want it to function properly. So just because I don't want or need respect, Christian needs it. So I have to go to the gas station and... I have to make sure that I meet that need. I have to go out of my way, even if it's not something that I want or I need. He needs it. So I have to make sure that I supply that need. So just remembering that it's not just a want. Christian just don't want to be respected because he just want to feel macho. It's how he was created. It's how God created men. It's how God created women. We need love. Men need respect. And I think that's often one of the biggest misconceptions in a relationship is I give you I give you what I want Mm -hmm. I give you respect why aren't you responding I get something that I need because you don't need that right so we have to learn to communicate in the way that they need so that they can in turn communicate the way we need Mm -hmm. you know um you know there's a lot of books that talk about this that the five love languages, love and respect, like all of these different books talk about amazing concepts. We're just bringing it right home to you, right? We're in your wheelhouse. We're in your kitchen. Yeah. We're like, you know, Mr. Rogers, all saving, up in your just, living room. Just saving you a little bit of time <laughs> on, you know, fast reading tracking. that book, just fast tracking everything that you, um, you know, that you're, that you're, that you need to know in Absolutely. order to have a, you know, successful relationship, saving you, 
you know, some time and energy and, and years that we've had to, <laughs> you know, to put in to grow through so many, you know, challenges and, you know, different things in, in order to have, you know, the relationship that, you know, we're, we're continuing to build, yes. you know what I mean? Because it's going to be something that we're going to continue to build. We don't feel like it's going to be something that, you know, we, there's a point that we're going to arrive to and we're going to yes. be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I we want to continue to for the rest of our lives to just continue to grow and make it even better all the time, year after year, Absolutely. month after month, day after day, making it better. So remember, you know, it's important that you understand yourself first. And that's important that you understand your spouse because they're different. You know, what motivates me, my strengths, my weaknesses, all those different things. My perspective is not the same as Christian. So it's important that you recognize that no two people are the same. So don't mm-hmm. feel like, okay, this person is perfect for me because they agree with everything that I'm saying. And also just understanding the differences between men and women overall, because it's a huge difference. And the, the love and respect is just one aspect of it. <laughs> All right. So did you want to, you know, tell them? about the oh yeah yeah so if you are interested in you know getting a personality assessment to understand yourself or understand your spouse or um your significant other as you build a relationship because you know like we said it's super important just personal message either me or christian we'd be happy to um help you out with that absolutely and as always you know we love you guys we appreciate you guys staying in tune checking in our lives you know remember to go check out you know that guy right there marriage cookbook Leadership Legacy. <laughs> oh, that was weird. There you go. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and as always, if you can, you know, we, we, we'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you want to what you want to hear about, what you want us to talk about, um, because we want to make sure that we're adding value to you guys. So as always, go out and dominate, dominate your space. Thank you for listening to Leadership Legacy Radio with your host, Chris Martinez. We appreciate you tuning into our show today and checking out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. To find more information out about us, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Leadership Legacy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leadership Legacy. Also in the description of this podcast, we're putting a free gift for our listeners. You'll get our Never Give Up ebook. That's 70 tips to help you be persistent. Keep going. Never give up on your goals or on your dreams. Now remember, go out and dominate your space. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio.